Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey guys, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about the mysterious world of hibernation. The first question is this, how do bears manage to keep their muscles strong after hibernation? You know, Tim, hibernation is definitely one of nature's most intriguing phenomena. To your direct question, during hibernation, bears, they basically enter the state of reduced metabolism, where they don't eat, drink, or exercise. If we were to do that, we would lose muscle and probably bone density too. But bears, they're not like us. They don't lose muscle mass or even strength. What makes it possible is that bears are able to recycle their proteins during hibernation. We can't do that. So we cannot avoid muscle atrophy. Bears also do something about recycling their urine, allowing them to stop urinating for months. They stay hydrated with the metabolic fat that is produced in sufficient quantities to satisfy the water needs for that bear. And this also contributes to, some, to them being able to maintain their bone mass and not suffer from osteoporosis. Is it this reduced metabolism then that defines what hibernation actually is? Yeah, yeah. So it's this state of reduced metabolism and very minimal activity that some animals are able to enter, usually in the winter season. And it's in this state where animals exhibit characteristics like low body temperature, slow breathing, and heart rate, and that low metabolic rate. Along these lines, there used to be some questions at some point as to whether bears were true hibernators. That's right. Would you believe that historically, and even up to until quite recently, it was unclear whether or not bears truly hibernate. The reason people questioned it was because bears experience only a modest decline in body temperature of maybe like three to five degrees Celsius compared with the, uh, the much larger decreases seen in other hibernators, which often see their body temperatures fall to like 32 degrees Celsius or more. Many researchers thought that their deep sleep was just not comparable with a true, very deep hibernation. But this theory was refuted by some good research in 2011 on captive black bears, and again in 2016 in a study on brown bears. Okay, so it was good to confirm that bears are in fact hibernators, but they are not the only species that hibernates. What about something like wasps and bees? Where do they go when it gets cold? Do they hibernate? Uh, in a way. So, you know, most wasps and bees actually don't actually survive the winter. Uh, it's really only the queens that hibernate in a warm and safe place to then emerge in springtime and start a new colony. The winter bees, on the other hand, live longer than summer bees and keep the hive warm until spring. So would it be possible for humans to hibernate living strictly on fat? If someone were obese and has a fat store, could they sit and hibernate and not eat anything? So this has been studied quite extensively, and for now the answer is no, it really wouldn't work for us humans. Researchers, they've studied how to induce hibernation in humans because the ability to hibernate would be pretty useful for you know, quite a number of reasons. Uh, for example, it might come in handy in saving the lives of seriously ill or injured people by temporarily putting them in a, maybe a state of hibernation until treatment can be given. Another interesting use case would be for something like space travel, where, you know, Human hibernation uh, is also under consideration, such as for the mission to Mars. Now, as humans, even if we are sitting around and doing relatively little, we still need a regular intake of nutrients and water. Our bodies, they can't recycle waste like bears do during hibernation. During hibernation, bears put their body into, an, into a state of metabolic suppression, actually, 
which allows them to slow down their body processes and live off of their fat stores. Humans can't suppress their metabolism to such an extent. That makes sense. Now, finally, let's shift gears to a botanical angle. How do seeds hibernate for long periods of time and then wake up at the first sign of water? Oh yeah, so seeds are truly nature's miracle. Uh, they enter what's called a state of dormancy. It's similar to hibernation, uh, and it also can remain viable for long periods of time. This is due to the presence of protective tissues and chemicals that prevent germination under unfavorable conditions. So when conditions end up becoming more favorable, for example, like the presence of water, these inhibitors are then washed away, leading to, you know, germination. Okay, last question then. If we were to raise a bear domestically, let's say in a zoo, and having it sleep indoors, would it still go through hibernation? Interesting thought. So while hibernation is driven by both temperature and food availability, it's also ingrained in a bear's biology. So even if a bear is well-fed and kept warm, it might still feel the urge to hibernate. However, the duration and depth of hibernation might vary a lot depending on its environment. Thanks, Kevin. That all makes us want to go take a nap right now. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you have suggestions and comments for us. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.